Hey everyone. For the first time in eight years, Houston will get a new mayor. Harris County has already started testing their voting equipment for the November elections. And with about a month until election day, there doesn't seem to be a lot of talk about the candidates or their platforms. Here to fill in all the gaps is Houston Landing's political reporter, Paul Cobbler. It's Thursday, October 5th, 2023. I'm Raheel Ramzanli, and here's what Houston's talking about. Hey, Paul, welcome into CityCast Houston. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. So are you running for mayor as well? Because it seems like it is a crowded race with so many different candidates. So right now, who who's part of the current race? Well, there are a lot of people like you're talking about. I am not one of them, but I'm getting familiar <laughs> with as many of them as I can. We have 17 candidates who have filed to be on the ballot. Um, namely, there's attorney Lee Kaplan, District I Councilman Robert Gallegos, former Metro Chair Gilbert Garcia, former Councilman MJ Kahn, former Councilman Jack Christie, and then um, the big front runners is Congresswoman Sheila Jackson Lee and State Senator John Whitmire, among many others. Is this normal 17 candidates or is it because it's been eight years that there's just been you know more of a backlog and it just feels like there's a chance for a lot of these candidates? Yeah, so Mayor Sylvester Turner is term limited. So this is an open seat. So certainly I think a lot of people are going for it, but there, there are really no limits on the number of people who can be on the ballot. Um, this is more than previous open seats, but not by much. Um, 17 isn't exactly a crazy number. There just are a lot of people who were able to pay the filing uh, fees and get on the ballot. And here we are. Gotcha. That makes sense. Now, you mentioned the two front runners with Sheila Jackson Lee and State Senator John Whitmire. So let's talk about them too. Are those the only two front runners right now? Yeah. So according to a University of Houston poll that came out in July, those two are the ones that are getting the most support, have the most name recognition. I think it makes sense. They've been uh, characters in Houston politics for a very, very long time. Sheila Jackson Lee was a municipal judge in Houston in the uh, late 80s and elected to an at-large seat on the council in 1989 uh, before running for Congress and being elected in 1994. She's won every election uh, re-election in Congress since then. Um, so she has been there for decades and decades. Um, State Senator John Whitmire, he has lived in Houston since he was in college at, uni- at the University of Houston. Um, he was elected to the state house in 1971 and elected to the Senate in 1982. He's the quote, Dean of the Senate as mm. the longest serving member, um, chair of the Senate criminal justice committee since 1993. So they both are pretty high profile figures in Houston politics. So will the other candidates start dropping out or start spending less because of how ahead the the two candidates are right now? Yeah. So I wouldn't, I, voters that are going to be looking at the ballot in November, there are going to be 17 candidates. The filing deadline is passed and that's the number we have. So I wouldn't necessarily expect anybody to drop out. Um, I certainly think there there are candidates that are a lot more viable than others, but Right now, these are these are the folks we have. There were two mm-hmm. d- earlier dropouts. Um, Chris Hollins is now running for controller. He dropped out after Sheila Jackson Lee entered the race, and Amanda Edwards as well as former councilwoman who is now running for Sheila Jackson Lee's congressional seat, but she has not been endorsed by Sheila Jackson Lee. But they both dropped out shortly after Sheila Jackson Lee entered. Gotcha. Okay, so now the two front runners—they're both Democrats, correct? Mm-hmm. What are the major differences in policies between them? Yeah. So like I said, they are, they are both longtime fixtures, part of the uh, Democratic, you know, quote, establishment in Houston. 
Um, so, I, I mean, honestly, I wouldn't say there are any massive differences in kind of their core beliefs um, as far as both being pro-choice, you know, pro-LGBTQ rights, et cetera. Um, John Whitmire, you know, he's he's kind of standing out from the field. He's gathered a lot of conservative, moderate support. Um, he has a plan that he announced a few months ago to bring the Department of Public Safety and invite state troopers from Austin to come and basically supplement the police department, which is, uh, has a lot of vacancies right now. I would say that's, that's the big policy difference between the two of them. They, they both are, are fighting for, you know, the normal democratic endorsements. They're fighting for labor, labor endorsements. They've both got pretty general plans, but I'd say John Whitmire's kind of emphasis on public safety, on crime and his willingness to go to more conservative, more moderate, um, parts of the city is kind of what's setting him apart from Sheila Jackson Lee. And what's, at least in polling, is giving him a lot of success with those voters as well. Okay, so we've talked a lot about Democratic candidates. Any Republicans running for uh, the mayor's race? I mean, like, we haven't heard any big names. Yeah, in, in, in a big Democratic city like Houston, I, I think a lot of the uh, Candidates, although this is a nonpartisan election for mayor, a lot of the candidates have kind of democratic leading policy positions. There are two candidates that are sort of trying to make a lane for themselves as conservatives. Former council member Jack Christie, he's a uh, conservative, he's got a bit of backing. And then also former councilman MJ Khan, both are kind of mm-hmm. running, claiming they're the sole conservative candidate in the field. They're going to have to talk about that amongst each other, but mm-hmm. they are the uh, two that we've heard from at this point. I saw the survey that the Houston Landing put in conjunction with the Kinder Institute about what's important in this mayor's race. Let's talk about that first. I know crime was a big one. So where does that stack up with what the front runners are saying? Yeah. So this uh, this survey was really interesting. We wanted to do a poll on the issues that matter to Houston rather, residents rather than just a, another kind of two-horse race uh, poll of the candidates themselves. Um, We polled more than 2,000 residents of Houston specifically. Um, So a huge poll, a really small margin of error that we were able to find. And we didn't just focus on likely voters. We focused on Houstonians in general to kind of better inform what people are thinking about, whether or not they may vote this fall. Um, We found, like you said, that crime and public safety are a big deal, but also traffic congestion, homelessness, cost of living, um, particularly housing, um, and then environmental issues are a little lower. But crime and public safety, traffic congestion, homelessness, cost of housing, and then environmental issues a little lower were the top issues that city of Houston residents pointed to as things they want the next mayor of Houston to prioritize. I would say the candidates all around are really talking a lot about public safety and crime and their plans to address that. I think it's kind of the hot button issue that catches the headlines people are aware of, but there's also been a lot of uh, information from the candidates about how they would deal with the cost of cost of housing. That's been a really big issue here in the city and it's going up a lot. Um, so I'd say crime and public safety and cost of living are where we're hearing a lot of focus from candidates as well as kind of infrastructure flooding sort of things. I know for each listener, different things are important, right? As we hear more from the candidates, but are there certain things that voters should pay attention to before deciding who to cast their ballot for? You know, I'm not going to tell anybody how to vote, but I would I would certainly say that 
the Houston landing, we're going to be coming out with a uh, voter guide soon. I think also just looking at other resources to sort of think about what issues are important to you. Obviously, this is Houston. There's a lot of uh, flooding and a lot of concern about flooding. A lot of candidates have plans on that. Same with housing, same with crime and police. And I think, you know, just generally taking the time to read the Houston landing and other great kind of news organizations, listen to CityCast. Um Focus on those issues that matter to you and hear more more from the candidates. There's mayoral forums all the time. I recommend people go to those or watch them online, most of them are live streamed. And you can you can learn a lot. People should just be excited to get involved. This is a really big deal of an election. Absolutely. Speaking of that, it's a big deal. Any dark horse candidates that might surprise us and maybe make a run amongst the two we just talked about? Yeah. Um, well, you know, Gilbert Garcia, uh, Lee Kaplan, both have been able to raise a good bit of money. Um, gotten some shouts I, I've heard at uh, mayoral forums and endorsement meetings as people that they like. Uh, Robert Gallegos, you know, he's a council member. He's been a council member for almost a decade at this point. So he's got some name recognition. Um, I would say those are kind of the big ones. Who knows what's going to happen? There's still quite a few months left for somebody to make a breakthrough. But right now, Sheila Jackson Lee and John Whitmer are really kind of dominating as far as the uh, name recognition, the attention and the fundraising from what we've seen at this point. Okay, speaking of the fundraising, there was some controversy earlier in this race that, you know, there was campaign money that had been raised specifically for Sheila Jackson Lee getting money donated from a deceased person. Where does this controversy stand today? And do you think it hurts her chances at becoming the mayor? Yeah, well, you know, so the the city of Houston has some stricter fundraising guidelines for candidates than you would see at the federal level for which is what Sheila Jackson Lee has been having to deal with for the past few decades of her career or at the state level for John Whitmire. Um, You know, Sheila Jackson Lee collected $1.2 million um, from her report in July. But from that report, more than half a dozen people or companies gave contributions to Jackson Lee that exceeded the city's legal limit for one-time donations. And one donation was wrongly attributed to a dead woman. So the campaign quickly responded to that, said they would refund the money. Um, That has happened as far as we know. So, you know, I haven't heard it come up too much at the mayoral forums that I've been at. It seems like she's still getting a lot of support. Hasn't been a really big key concern. John Whitmire has also had a kind of similar minor controversy. He has the uh, largest uh, campaign fund war chest because he is using the funds that he raised for state Senate committee, which does not have those strict limits on contributions. So he's got 10 million in funds that he raised from the legislative races, which do not have any contribution limits on them. Basically he says it's fine. um, And he can use that money unless someone sues him and he loses in court. That hasn't happened at this point. So he is just using all that money. (laughs) But that was going to be my follow-up is what's the latest with that war chest money. And it looks like no lawsuits are pending. So it's a free for all. (laughs) Right. That's basically the only way you address it. If if some other candidate thinks it's wrong enough and wants to take the time to file a lawsuit, they have that opportunity. But that hasn't happened at this point. Final thing on the mayor. So speaking of Mayor Turner now, um, what do you think is next for Mayor Turner as he leaves office? Uh, is he going to be running for any new positions? Yeah, he's stayed quiet at this point. Um, he's just focusing on kind of his priorities of dealing with homelessness, a couple other things as he ends his term. He hasn't weighed in on the mayor's race either. He's he's staying pretty quiet on what he wants to see happen for the city of Houston for his own career and for the mayor's race at this point. All right, let's move to other elections because it is going to be a busy election season. You've got a lot of council members and the city controller up for grabs as well. How are those campaigns going? I know we haven't talked about it too much, but anything regarding those races? 
Yeah, I think uh, Chris Hollins is a candidate that is getting a lot of attention as kind of a young progressive candidate who's running for city controller. Like I said, he had run for mayor, um, got quite a bit of attention then. And then when Sheila Jackson Lee entered the race, I think, you know, you can't overcome that name recognition. Um, Amanda Edwards, you know, running for Congress is going to be something to watch uh, to see how that race shakes up, especially with Sheila Jackson Lee leaving. As far as at the city level, you know, there are just a lot of candidates. Tony Busby is a big name who's in uh, currently in Austin, uh, arguing in Ken Paxton's impeachment trial as his attorney. So he's not on the campaign trail, but I think quite a few people in the state are seeing his face every day. Um, and yeah, and I think there should be a number of other interesting races, seats that could open up. Um, like I said, Robert Gallegos running for mayor. You don't know how a lot of these things are going to shake up, but it's really certainly a crowded ballot at this point. Okay, those are going to be interesting races and candidates to watch out for. So let's talk about next steps, right? What is coming up? Are there a lot of forums? Are we waiting for endorsements from organizations, from other politicians? What does next month look like? Yeah, next month will be really busy, but also a little weird on the campaign trail. There is the uh, historic District B stakeholders mayoral forum. They'll be holding a few of those over the next couple uh, weeks, but there are at least five or six coming up over the next month that John Whitmer won't be able to attend, but a lot of other candidates are going to be at. I definitely would recommend people keep an eye out for those. They they can be specific to issues. They can be specific to areas. But a lot of these candidates, I think, are just trying to get their names out there, trying to get their uh, policy points out there. Gotcha. Paul, awesome stuff. Thank you for catching us up on the latest with the race. And I can't wait to see the rest of your coverage and all the great work y'all are doing at Houston Landing. Thank you again. Thanks for having me. That was Paul Cobbler. I've linked his work on Houston Landing in our show notes. Also, just a reminder, early voting in Texas runs from October 23rd to November 3rd, but you only have until October 10th to register to vote. If you're unsure of your status, you can check your voter registration on harrisvotes.com and you can view a map of election day and early voting centers there as well. That will do it for today. Thank you for listening and I hope you learned something new. Here to fill in all the gaps is Houston Landing. Here to fill in all the gaps is Houston Landing, Houston Landing politics writer.